Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello, everyone. My name is Alexa D'Agostino. I'm your host of Millionaire Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about your brand is boring. Let's spruce it up. Today, I have my three amazing business partners, Tanya, Susie, and Cynthia. If you follow us, you just uh, you know how amazing they are. Together, we scaled a seven-figure business in only 90 days, and it has been so much fun doing it, too. That's the most important piece, right? So today, we're going to talk about there's a lot of boring brands out there. Like I hate to say it. And, you know, so I want to talk today about, look, your brand is boring. Let's spruce it up and let's talk about why it's boring and then how and the things that you can do to spruce it up. And I know personally for me, I, I've scaled over 300 businesses and brands. Um, and what I find is the reason why so many brands are, are kind of boring is because there's no emotion in them and their marketing. It's so bland and, and boring and they write it from their own perspective. They're not coming from the consumer's perspective. So what do you guys think? Like, why do you think there are so many? Am I wrong, or is there so many boring brands out there? I, I don't know. I agree that there are a lot of boring brands out there, and like you already said, right? It has to do with um, the ability to show emotion, the ability to be honest and candid in your branding. Um, I personally am of the school of thought that gone are the days where just your professionalism flies, right? Like everyone's in everyone's business nowadays right it's the standard right and it, it happened with with the um the the digital revolution and social media and all that stuff and i was just talking to a friend about this a couple of days ago even thinking about celebrities the definition of a celebrity has even changed over time right celebrities used to be this exclusive set of people um in the hollywood in hollywood you had the hollywood system where they would literally nurture celebrities and keep them exclusive all those structures have been dismantled. And that principle, that phenomenon has leaked into the business world too, right? Where celebritism or professionalism or whatever you want to call it, isn't an, it's not an exclusive club anymore, right? The most relatable people are the people who connect the most. The most relatable brands are the brands that connect the most, right? So you have brands like Wendy's. So Wendy's is hilarious on Twitter. If you follow, if you follow Wendy's on Twitter, they have a very human voice and the human voice is very sassy, right? Brands like that are able to connect with people more and more these days. So that's just one thing, you know, I feel like people feel like they have to have this professional look, you know, but gone are those days, man. It's, it's boring people. So if you're not bringing a humane or a human, um, tone, voice into what you do as a brand, then your brand is probably coming off as very black to people out there. <laughs> Can I ask you a follow-up question to that, Cynthia? Yes, please. So in the midst of what you're talking about, like human brand and the whole, and the fact that all of us are online and there is this kind of sense of connection, but it's, it's very much in the digital world. How much more important is it now? Because what I read about people feeling disconnected and isolated and not just you know, because of COVID, but pre-pandemic, people were lonely and people were struggling, even though they were scrolling more. So how has, how can a brand really cross that divide and be able to connect in a world that while we are digitally connected, are, mo are emotionally disconnected? I think, you know, I've always, I've always thought, Susie, that what you do, it's not so like people complain about social media. I know, right? Social media, oh yeah, we're more connected than ever, but we're disconnected. I feel like it's what you're doing with it. I have, 
friends I made online haven't have never met them face to face, and we've been friends for seven years. Mm. They've seen me through several stages of my life, <laughs> right? When I was in college, when I did my masters, and now I'm working, all that stuff, right? So again, it's not the tool, it's not social media, it's what are you doing with social media? And I feel like people start to feel disconnected when they're not attempting to make genuine connections on social media. People have met their spouses online, right? I have friends who like, she's married to this guy and they met on eHarmony. And this is we not all pretty much met online. We all met online. I'm gonna say, yeah. We met online. And exactly. now I can't picture my life without all of you. I know. True either. love story. It's Except a perfect Tanya, example. She's had the right. pleasure of having me for her whole life. <laughs> Greatest love story of all time. The four of us met online, right? Yeah, there you go. And now we're making millions. <laughs> exactly. And it's just because I feel like people get disconnected because they're not being intentional about making connections online. So when you add that intentionality to it, either as a brand or as a person, you make genuine connections. Especially as a brand, since that's our topic for today. Thank you for that, Absolutely. Cynthia. You're very welcome. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of brands miss the point that like the connection, they are trying to connect with their audience. And I, what I find in a boring brand is they're just so focused on like the specs and the features of what they do. They're not actually giving that story. Cynthia, you are like the story master, right? Give the backstory, give the struggles, like understand your audience and the pain points that they're, they're having be relatable. Like that I think is what, what humanizes, right? A brand and what really pulls in an audience. You know, when you meet someone, I'm not gonna be like, I have a shirt, I have glasses, I have shoes. Like, no, you're gonna be like, I have emotions. You're gonna tell a story. You're gonna connect like, oh, me too. That happened to me too. You, that's the same thing that you have to parallel into your brand, whether it's a personal brand or or a business brand. And I think a lot of times um, people are afraid to tell their story because they're like, oh, well, I don't have this title or I'm just starting out. Like, I can't put that out there. People are not gonna think my brand's legit. Like you said, all that goes by the wayside now. Like the, the online world is totally different now. So you got to just put yourself out there. I also think too, that sometimes people get so stuck in their story. And what you have to understand is not everybody's going to resonate with your story. And just because you resonate with it, it is your story. It doesn't mean everyone else's. So like I use my own journey as an example, like everybody has, you know, seven million different ways to tell their own story. And you have to find the story that resonates with the most people. Like when we think about passion, I didn't really talk about, you know, that my family's from Cuba and that I've literally everybody in my family, literally think about it, Tanya, right? Everybody's an entrepreneur, like everyone. And, you know, I never really talked about that until one day I was actually in a clubhouse room and I shared that story. And I had so many people write me. I'm like, Ooh, I hit on something. And so what I encourage everybody is like, just because you find your story interesting doesn't mean that that's the story to tell. And I look at a client we have right now in, in um, our PR agency, ThinkFuel, and you know she has a really good story, but it, it's not hitting. Like they're not interested in it. And we keep wanting to tweak it. And sometimes people get a little stubborn in tweaking their story, um, but nobody's picking it up because they're not interested in it. So you have to be able to, you know, be okay with tweaking your story um, so that consumers resonate with it. Because just because it resonates with you doesn't mean it's going to resonate with, with everyone else. And I think that's a, a really important thing that people do not do. So 
how do you know? And I kind of just started talking about it. You know, one way, obviously, to know that um, your brand isn't working is obviously when somebody doesn't, um, you know, people, it's not selling, you're not getting sales, it's not getting picked up by the media. Like, that's one way. But what are some other ways um, that people can tell if their brand's not working? I was just going to say um, ways that you know your brand isn't working is like Alexa said, if you're not getting any traction, but what if you're getting the wrong traction? What if the people you're, you're attracting are people who are not your ideal avatar or can't afford your program or your services or offerings. So you have to not, you have to look at who am I attracting as well? And what am I saying in my brand messaging that's attracting this audience? And is that the audience I want to work with? So just a quick thought. I think to put it simply like analytics don't lie very simple, right? I mean, no. <laughs> are you getting the engagement? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's simple. And I think a lot of people just keep going and, but they have like no engagement. They have no conversations going on. Um, and are you on the right platform? It doesn't, th- your brand might be okay, but maybe that's not where your audience is. So really, really understanding your audience and who your audience is, because I think that's, you know, what I see, you know, especially in our coaching pro- program is that a lot of people come in and their brands are, are okay, right? Maybe they're lacking a little bit of their story, but they, they have the message down, but they're on the wrong platform. You know, it's like, okay, your audience is, you know, more corporate, et cetera. Like they're, and they're like on Facebook, we'll get on LinkedIn, like B2B. Like, so it's, you know, I think it's like part of it too, is, is understanding your, like where you should be as well. And so complicated, right? Like it's not just your messaging. It's also your content and how you put it out there. It's also your offer and you touched on something, right? Like you have this big audience, but you have the wrong offer and the offer doesn't solve their problems. It really doesn't matter. It it has to marry. So there's so many moving pieces of a business and it's why 80% of people fail because it's so much more complicated than just throwing up. Do you know how many times, and Cynthia, you've probably heard this too, how many times people have come to me and they're like, Oh, you have a ClickFunnels award? You've, oh, yeah, I've heard that I can make millions if I just put a sales funnel up. I'm like, that is not how it works. It's so much more complicated than that. I literally had a business partner say to me, and we just started working together, and he was like, oh, so you can make a million dollars in uh, a funnel for us for our business too, like you just did with your business partners, right? And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, that's not how it works. But yes, that's the goal, but it's not that easy. Like there's only... You know that there's only about 700 700 funnels worldwide that has done a million dollars. And there's only like 300 people and our, and our team did eight of those. So like, you know, it's, it's not, it's not as easy as people think it is to, to do it. You have to marry all the pieces together. I mean, it's so, so important. And going back to that human element, I mean, oh my goodness, it's, it's so important. So Guys, what are some of the tips that we can give people right now where they can leave this with tangible things that they can go do to, to spruce up their brands like in the next seven days? Speed of implementation. You guys know how I work. If you don't get it done in a couple of days, it's not getting done. So let's give our audience three things that they can go away right now and actually go and spruce up their brand in the next seven days. And I, w- I want to hear from everybody too. So I want you to follow us. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're doing to spruce up your brand. So the best gift I can give you to go, um, the best assignment I can give you for the next seven days is go dig into what your offer is, right? What is your offer and figure out what are the biggest pain points of your audience surrounding that offer. I always tell people your highest converting content pieces or brand stories will come from 
understanding, not just on a demographic level, but on a psychographic level, the pain points of your target audience. What keeps them up at night, right? What are they waking up thinking about every morning? I wake up thinking about how I'm gonna organize my day, right? <laughs> Even if I organize it the night before. So a brand for me, a good brand for me to follow would be someone who talks about how to be an entrepreneur, like all my business partners, right? Which is why I follow each and every one of them, right? So think about that. So what is it that you offer? How do you solve people's problems? What is the pain points behind that problem? Most of your highest converting content pieces will be inspired by a deep, deep, deep understanding of those pain points. I love that, Cynthia. It's exactly what I was going to touch on. So I'm going to give a how to find that out. If, you, if as Cynthia talks, you're like, wow, I, yes, yes. How do I find their pain points? Here's what you do. You start asking your audience. You can send out an email to your list. You can do a poll on an Instagram story or on LinkedIn. Put out this question. Keep it really simple. What is your main question or problem when it comes to, and then fill in the blank of what you offer. So for Cynthia, organization, you know, for me, when I was uh, starting to live on the road full-time, you know, full-time living for someone who's doing a brand, brand building, marketing, whatever your issue is, you know, put that in there and let them answer because then not only will you know their pain points, but you will have what we call copy, which is their language to use in your messaging. So again, what is your main question or concern when it comes to blank and then listen to what they say and use that in your messaging. I love it. I'm going to take it one step further and give another action step. Okay. So now you've dug into your offer. You've dug into your audience pain points. Now build your stories around the pain points that are relatable and get on camera, get on camera. I mean, I think we can all say in, in our content that the, the most, you know, engaging content that we produce is video, right? So craft your stories, around those pain points, be relatable and get on camera and tell your story. And, and then, you know, feel felt down. I felt the same way. This, this is what I found. I found a solution. This is the solution, you know, and just get out there. I think that there's so many people that are listening to this right now that might not even think, oh, I'm not making money because my brand is boring, right? You know, when we think about our coaching program, we have people that come to us and I would say I put people in three buckets. Either their brand is very wrong, um, meaning their message is wrong, their vision, where their heading is wrong. Uh, there's no clarity in what they're doing and who they're helping. Um, they have a rough idea, but it's just not clear. And, you know, a confused buyer will never buy. And if you're not clear, how do you expect your audience to know what you do? Um, so I would put that one bucket. The second bucket is, you know, the mismatching of the offer. A lot of times people don't have good offers. And that's literally, I think, half the battle. And then the third is they just don't know how to find leads. They don't know how to sell leads. And these are all things we teach everybody. But, you know, those are the three main buckets I think I put people in when they're trying to scale a six figures. Obviously, when you get to seven and eight, that's a, a, a different story. I think that's more automation and processes and, and leadership and maybe a little bit of the sales and, and lead gen part. But, you know, I think that the third of the people that come in are so clearly not having the right messaging and the right branding. And it's because they're just not asking the right questions and they're not um, putting themselves out there to be vulnerable, uh, to understand and truly understand their audience and what their problems are. We are entrepreneurs. What do we do? We solve problems. Um, and if you look at it from that lens, then you will want to understand what their problems are so that you can solve them. But 
guys, ladies, this is just, I, I, I love you. Like, I just, I, I don't know what else to say. You guys are just so incredible. I am so happy to be partners with such badass women and, um, we're just going to take over the world. And I love it. Who runs the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> put that on our, our Instagrams. Um, well, anyway, thank you. I hope everybody takes one thing away. Um, and look, at the end of the day, if you're not getting sales, it's one of three problems. You, you either don't have the right brand, you don't have the right offer, or you suck at sales. <laughs> That's it. So it's one of the three of those or all of them. Um, but at least- And we can help with that. And we can help with that. But um, exactly. at least- you could walk away and look in the mirror and say, if it's, if you're not getting sales right now, it's one of those three things. And it's probably very likely it could be your brand and it's time to spruce it up um, and, and get the experts in. But to gain access to our podcast, you can go to thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. If you're interested to learn more about our coaching program, you could check it out and learn more at passiontoceo.com. And if you are not subscribed, make sure to subscribe on all the podcasts, Apple and Spotify. We're all pretty much on every single platform, make sure to subscribe so you can get our weekly podcast on how to scale your business to the next level. So thank you, ladies, and we'll see everyone next week. Well, I'm